I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, guys. Welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. Please enjoy this classic clip, which is available in full at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. I joined the Force Cast in 2006. They uh, had been under underway for about two or three months up to that point. Jason Swank and Pete Nadel, two friends from uh, Canton, Ohio, sort of conceived and developed the Force Cast uh, on behalf of the Force.net. They were chosen out of a oh god a group of candidates. They uh, did a demo tape and everything. And uh, despite the fact that they didn't have any experience working within the organized fan community of Star Wars. They were given the job because they were good. And I had a snobby attitude about podcasting because I'm a radio professional. I was, uh, I, I've been working in Chicago radio for 25 years. I've worked in LA. Uh, I've, uh, I still work in radio to this day with uh, the Jonathan Brammeyer show, which is a natural nationally syndicated show. And we're heard in, 250 markets all throughout the country. At that time, I was working for CBS radio and podcasting was coming on the scene along with satellite radio. So a lot of radio executives were shitting in their pants. They didn't know how to react toward things like podcasting and satellite radio, especially. And so I was just kind of soaking it in, almost taking a snobby attitude toward podcasting, telling my it was amateur hour. I had heard the first incarnation of the Force.net podcast, and it was hosted by a different person. And I, I just thought it was terrible. And I, uh, at the meantime, I was producing radio programming for CBS Radio, Star Wars radio programming. I would go to conventions and interview actors. And I've been doing this since 1997, since the um, the uh, the the uh, uh, special edition came out. That was when I. Yeah, that's when I first started, like, covering Star Wars. And then, of course, I'd go out to the lines when the prequel films would open up with a cell phone and talk to people in line, and it would, you know, be on the air in in Chicago. And uh, when Revenge of the Sith came out, I had this idea. I'm going to do a radio program, a full-hour radio program, and we could could send it to every CBS radio station all throughout the country and— and so I did that. I, I did just that. And uh, it was very much, you know, really my first taste of what would eventually become Rebel Force Radio was that radio special. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, so I did that and it was released in several markets and in Chicago. And uh, I became known sort of as like this Chicago Star Wars guy, Chicago radio Star Wars guy. And, and it just would become a regular thing for me to be featured on various programs throughout the city talking about Star Wars. I was like the go-to Star Wars guy. I still am to a degree. I still uh, appear occasionally on uh, radio stations like WGN radio. And, um, 
and so I, I, I did that and knew that the podcasting was happening, um, but just wasn't really interested in getting involved until I heard Jason and Pete on the Forcecast. I don't know what it was, what attracted me to get back into it, um, to try it again, to try podcasting again. And that show is what really opened my eyes and said, oh, I see what these guys are doing here. I, I like this. And I, after about a week of listening to their, their programming, I, I thought, this is something I could get on board with. They had just, or Lucasfilm, I should say, not to confuse things, Lucasfilm just announced that there was going to be a Star Wars Celebration 4, and that was going to be in L.A in 2007 and that took me by surprise because I was like what there's no Star Wars film coming out there was always a, an associate association made between the Star Wars celebrations and film releases this one was just out there for fans and I thought well you know I'm, I'm liking listening to these guys may it would be great to know people in LA when I went out there I thought well, maybe I could walk up to their booth or something and say hey I'm Jimmy Mack I you guys know me you know, hey, you know whatever um Little did I know what it would lead into, but I, I, I reached out to uh, Jason and Pete, and uh, they were a little standoffish at first, as I figured they would be. You know, here's uh, some cocky Chicago radio guy coming on the scene to tell them how to do their job. That's not what I wanted, but I heard this potential in what they were doing, and I thought, you know what? I think I know what they want with this show, and I think I can help them get there. That's really what I just wanted to help out. I, I didn't really want anything else. I didn't want to take over the show. I saw there was some opportunity to use some material I'd recorded in the past and re-release it or some material that I never released for whatever reason. I could get it out there because I'd been going to conventions and I'd been going to premieres and I'd been talking to people and recording it. So I just thought, wow, this is this is a fun opportunity. I always wanted to be involved in the Star Wars fan community. I wanted to give back because I'd gotten so much out of it over the years, just either by, you know, looking at uh, forum posts or websites or whatever. But, you know, computer programming and web build, building Internet websites, that was, that's a totally foreign language to me. I, I'm a kid who grew up in the analog age, you know, with cassette tapes and record albums and videotapes, you know. Uh, so I, I didn't really know how to program or write code or anything. So I couldn't give back that way. And I wasn't really into posting on forums and stuff. I like to lurk on the forums and read what everyone else had to say, but I didn't really get too involved that way either. When podcasting came on the scene, I said, oh, my God, this is a great way to get involved because it combines two of my biggest passions, radio broadcasting and Star Wars. And I just thought it would be easy to kind of come in and kick the walls down and, 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 and push this new medium into a place that it's not gone before. At that time, there were only like two or three Star Wars podcasts out there. I heard the other two and I thought they were junk. But the Force cast with Jason and Pete really, it was just something that called out to me. So reluctantly, the guy started accepting my submissions. <laughs> <laughs> and I do say reluctantly, yeah. Um, but uh, because, you know, they had been doing it for a couple, three months at that point and were getting some very positive feedback and they were seeing the audience grow. And then so out of nowhere, I swoop in and it's like, oh, this guy's going to tell us how to do it. Yeah. But that wasn't the case. And, um, and so they started using my stuff a little here, a little there, and they would challenge me too. At first, I knew I was going to go through that, where they would have to, you know, sort of vet me out to see what kind of Star Wars fan I really was. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they quickly learned that, uh, 
that uh, the passion is definitely there along with the knowledge and uh, love, love for the franchise and love for broadcasting. And so I started making their stuff sound pretty good. And at the meantime, I was doing my own little spinoff shows that we called microcasts, which were basically an opportunity for me to repackage some, you know, older material I had recorded in the past Star Wars stuff. And, um, and uh, I took over a, a show they had a kernel of an idea for, and they tried to execute it. It was called A Galaxy of Music, which was just taking Star Wars-inspired music and comedy and sort of being a DJ for that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, well, I can do this, no problem. And uh, so I jumped on board with that. So I was kind of putting my footprint on the Star Wars fan community a little bit at a time in those early days. But what really solidified our relationship was that convention that I was targeting Star Wars Celebration 4. And at that convention is when I got together with Jason Swank and Pete Nadel for the first time, um, you know, where uh, finally our, our relationship was actually face to face and not online or on the phone. And uh, the, the thing that struck me immediately was uh, the chemistry we all had when we got together. And, and by the end of that week, I think we just really then realized that we can do something special if we really apply ourselves. And uh, a few years went by and uh, I was uh, producing the show. And, and so I kind of elevated my status in the show and became the producer and and uh, was really helping with the show bookings and material and making sure Jason and Pete sounded as good as they could because that's what I did professionally. I was a professional radio producer. Yeah, and, so and, and the production is amazing. Like, oh, well, thank you. Now, and, see, and, that that means more to me than anything you could say because that is that's my bread and butter is is production and sound. Well, and I'm very in- you, you didn't let me finish the sentence. Oh, oh well, maybe I, <laughs> I might be taking no, that. No, I might no. be eating my words. No, no. For someone that handsome. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, you know what? We might have to stop this conversation right here now because I need to towel off. But uh, but seriously, it was uh, that's something I take a lot of pride in. And, and that's obviously been the specialty throughout my entire career has been um, technical production, uh, audio production, things of that nature. And that's really what what gets my juice flowing as far as being a broadcaster. And to be able then to combine it with Star Wars is like a dream come true. So one thing led to another. Pete Nadel had to step away due to personal commitments in 2008. I considered, uh, you know, try talking Jason into doing a solo show, but I I could tell that he was hesitant. So I just offered. I I knew I didn't have the time, and it wasn't anything I really wanted to do, was become a full-time host, and along with the responsibility of producing the show and everything. But it all just came together, and... And then the, you know, at the end of 2012, uh, the new Star Wars films were announced uh, earlier that year in October. And we were just really doing a lot of soul searching after that and considering our our place within the hierarchy of the force.net and the political nature of that um, um, of uh, of the management of that website led us to believe that, you know what? We should be doing this stuff for ourselves. Why, why are you know why why are we doing all the work and everyone else is reaping the benefits? Was pretty much what we were thinking of at the time. But we really did want that freedom and uh, autonomy, and and we really wanted to to branch out and, and say this is our thing. And and so uh, we left the force.net and created Rebel Force Radio. To hear the full episode, along with hundreds of hours of bonus content, I would invite you to check out the Steel Wars Patreon page at patreon.com 
forward slash steel wars for just three dollars a month you get a dedicated rss feed that easily pastes into any podcast app you use sending the complete archives of steel wars episodes along with bonus patreon exclusives like movie commentaries q a's and shows like the Making Steel Wars show, which I make exclusively for Patreon members with Jason Ward of MakingStarWars.net, where we try to find the news behind the news. Plus, you'll get the bonus segments from the call-in shows, which sometimes can be over an hour. And as well as all the bonus content, you get that warm glow that you are supporting this show you listen to each week. The idea behind Patreon is if lots of people chip in a little bit of cash, that content producers such as myself can still keep producing for you guys while still being able to feed our very cute Ewok-looking cats. There's a hungry cat involved in this, guys as well as some sweet, sweet content. Check out all the super fun tiers and all the shows you're missing out on at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. And may that force be with you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.